Welcome back to the Let's Level Up podcast. I'm your host, Rick Perez. Thank you for taking time to listen to this thing. It's going to be another wrestling-heavy podcast. May, may sprinkle in some game stuff throughout it, for those of you who are just fans of the tabletop side of things. Um, yeah, without further ado, you're awesome. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. You're all the things that are incredible with this world. Don't let anybody ever take that away from you. Uh, it's important. I'm here to talk if you need anything, as always. Hit me up on Twitter at Let's Level Up or on Facebook, Let's Level Up, D-O-T-N-E-T. All that information is available on our website, letslevelup.net. Um, follow us on YouTubes. Rate and review the show on iTunes and Citrus Smart Radio. Head by our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash letslevelup. Be happy to... Um, I'd actually be very, very happy uh, if you consider helping us, helping our cause. We're looking to upgrade some equipment this year, and um, a little bit behind on things, but um, you know we're working on it. That's what that's what happens when you don't ever promote your shows. <laughs> when you have a podcast and YouTube channel, and you really don't go out of your way to market anything. Um, but you know, I do this for fun, and I and I and I um, enjoy doing it enjoy talking about the things that I love, and I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Um, I know some of you are, so I do get hit up a bit. Not as much as I thought, but a bit. Without further ado, let's talk about things that are going on in the wide world of wrestling. Um, big news right now. Actually, heartbreaking news. A couple, a couple really heartbreaking things. I guess um, starting with the... I guess the biggest loss right now, King Kong Bundy passed away, 61 years young. Um, man, you know, you see these guys, and I guess this goes on with, you know, Luke Perry just passed away as well, uh, which is tragic and heartbreaking. Uh, a beloved comedian that I, I, I really, really loved, uh, Stephen Brody Stevens. Yes, enjoy it. <laughs> uh, passed away, and it's just man, it stinks. You know, they always say they come in threes. I'm sure there's other people who have passed away, but those are those are three that have directly influenced my lives one way or another. Um, who can ever forget King Kong Bundy? Man, just chomping away at that turnbuckle as a kid—that was terrifying. This guy ate things he wasn't supposed to eat, and he destroyed his opponents. The good guys always got him. <clears throat> thankfully, thankfully we didn't have to endure uh, crazy, crazy mean reigns, or I didn't rather. I'm sure it happened, uh, but that's pretty terrifying. And now he's gone, so you can check him out. I'm sure he's got a, a collection or something on the WWE Network, um, our, our not official sponsor of the podcast. Uh, Luke Perry, man, that was another. That was a crazy one. Fifty-two stroke, just got him. Man, you never know. You never know when your number is going to get called. So make the most out of every day. And it's cliche. And I'll just say this, if because I know a lot of people like this. If you're a person who um, isn't happy, and not necessarily that you're you have depression or things like that, but you're, but you're not happy with your job. You're not happy with your current living status. You're not happy with your partner. You're not happy, uh, whatever. Switch things around, 
because what I found that a lot of people who live in those states have the same routines. They do the same things day in, day out, day in, day out. And it's this repetitive circle of just, oh man, it's sad to see. Embrace the chaos a little bit. Try something that you're not comfortable with. Go make new friends. Put yourself out there. Be vulnerable for a second if you can. I know it's hard. It's hard to do that. I was at the game store the other day, Tuesday, playing Keyforge, getting destroyed, as I have the last couple days in OP. Um, there's a guy sitting there. He's waiting for people to play, I think, Star Wars Legion with him. And, uh, you know, I came up to him and introduced myself. I always try to I always try to make people feel welcome. I, I don't know. I... <laughs> I have no celebrity. I don't have any ideas of that. But I do consider myself an ambassador to the things I love. Gaming, pro wrestling. What else? Movies. Comedy. These things that are very, very important to me and have helped define me as a person. Uh, so when I see somebody at a game store and they're desperate looking for someone to play with them. And everyone's kind of doing their own thing. I feel bad. So I went up to the guy, um, like a lot of like a lot of gamers, he is obviously an introvert. He didn't he didn't he seemed appreciative that um, you know, someone was taking interest in him. But he immediately thought I was there to play Legion and I said, Oh, I'm sorry, buddy, I'm actually here to play Keyforge. Um but I've got a Legion set and you know, I've tried to do some painting, whatever, and you make small talk with it. And um It was it was interesting. It was interesting to see that sort of um, that sort of a person kind of reaching out for help uh, without really saying anything. And um, at the end of the day, he was still there, and he had actually been there for a while. He actually put up his other stuff because I think some guys started playing X-wing and they needed the table. Um, I think he maybe been waiting on a ride or something. So I saw him at the front of the store just kind of sitting by himself, like away from everybody. So I took a stab at it one more time and just said, hey, you know, I've actually got to buy in the first round. If you want, I can show you how to play Keyforge um, since you have you mentioned you like playing magic and whatever. And so, um, you know, I took him to the back of the shop. I, I just kind of showed him the card. I opened up my box of decks and he was like, oh, um, can you just tell me how the game works? And so I did. I gave him a, a very brief overview and kind of what I liked about the game and the different cards and whatnot. And uh, you know, he put his hand out, said thank you, gave me a fist bump, and that was that. And he stuck around for a little bit longer, waiting for his ride. But uh, I hope he comes back. Hope he comes back. Hope he gets to play some. Um, it's hard. It's hard being a gamer some days um, because I think. There is still, not that they're not extroverts in gaming, I, I am a, I don't know, I probably straddle the line between introvert and extrovert, um, but I know some people who are very extroverted that love gaming, um, but for a lot of people, it's gaming is a, is a, um, is more than just a hobby, um, it's more than just a, a, um, a game, so to speak, a game for a sense of catharsis. And I was feeling that a little bit from this guy. So um, hopefully, you know, we see him again. Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow, right? We're not. And I hope, I hope that he could, that, that my interaction with him and that, that, that act of 
you know, extending that olive branch. Me allowing myself to be vulnerable, walking up to the guy and saying, hey, would you like to come play a game? And him saying, sure, let's check it out. And then realizing he was out of his comfort zone and politely, you know, uh, just saying, hey, can you just show me how the, or tell me how the game's played? Um, Try that. You know, if you're not happy, do something different. Because if you don't do something different, you're only going to see the same things occur. And if you're not happy with those things occurring, well, you know, see la vie, right? Um, let's talk about, let's go back to wrestling. Sorry, I got off on a weird tangent right there. Apologies, guys. I'm getting too, I'm getting too heavy in these things. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of heavy podcasts. Um, I don't know. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. Should we keep this about games? Games and wrestling. I'm never not going to talk wrestling. Uh, I'm never going to not talk about movies and, and other pop culture things, but um, we'll keep it more game-focused if that's what you all want to hear. So, now we're going to talk about WWE Fastlane. Oh, I'm sorry. There was another big breaking news in terms of losses in the wrestling world. Tommaso Ciampa has to get a next neck surgery. He's going to be out. The quote was a long, long, long time. That's incredibly sad. This guy is one of the best things in wrestling right now. He had just made his break on the main roster. Who knows what was going to happen moving forward with DIY and Johnny Gargano, whether that was going to lead back to a feud between Johnny and Tommaso. Whether Tommaso was going to finally put Johnny over and get the title, and Johnny was going to get the title. It's it's a um, it really sucks, man. This guy put in this guy's thirty three, I believe. Puts in the single best performance of the year in two thousand eighteen of any wrestler. I mean, the the stuff that Tommaso Ciampa did in NXT is better than I think any of the stuff Kenny Omega did last year. Um, any of the stuff. By a mile, any of the people on the main roster did. So it's it's really really crappy to know that right when this guy's knock, knocking on the door of greatness, right? He's there. He's about to walk through, and injury sets him back. Man, just awful, absolutely just awful. So Tommaso, I know you won't ever hear this. If you do, uh, rooting for you, buddy. Hope you have a very a, a very um, amazing surgery and the recovery time is very minimal and you're able to start rehabbing and training again and we'll see you before the end of the year I hope because uh, you are as you say the greatest sports entertainer of all time um, let's go on to Fastlane Fastlane's interesting to me as a pay-per-view it's the last pay-per-view on the road to Wrestlemania it is the last opportunity for them to really build towards a big Wrestlemania and historically it is a wasted event there's been nothing there any titles that generally get defended at Fastlane are kept right because they've already built a Wrestlemania pay-per-view around the current champions right so there's no it's very rare that they'd ever lose a champion or shake Wrestlemania up um, because of Fastlane um, there are a couple matches that I can think of on this card that may may break that mold, uh, if not, kind of really cement where this um, where this um, 
where WrestleMania direction is going for that particular division. Um, so let's go into it. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas. I won't ever call him just Andrade. Um, WWE needs to quit being so lazy. He is Andrade Cien Almas. He is tranquilo. He's amazing. Andrade, I think, is going to get the nod here. He's kind of got the better of Rey already. We will see an amazing Canadian Destroyer, which is probably the most gorgeous wrestling move ever. And um, that's going to be amazing. I hope Andrade wins. I think Andrade is incredible. And I think, look, look I just said I wasn't going to call him just Andrade. But here I am. I am also lazy. Uh, <laughs> I hope he wins. I hope it's going to be amazing. And uh, I think it will. The only problem is it's on the pre-show. So they don't really have a cruiserweight match to uh, an official cruiserweight match to kind of build the show out, start the energy up. So in that essence, Rey Mysterio and Andrade is a perfect way to get the crowd pumped because that's going to be insane. Um, then we have the Raw Tag Team Championship match, which is a three-way triple threat. We have the champs, The Revival, Scott Doss and Dash Wilder versus Aleister Black and Ricochet of NXT, and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, also previously NXT. All of these guys are previously NXT, uh, which is cool. And I guess you're just going to see that way more in the future, right? Uh, eventually, we're going to have... We're going to have a pay-per-view that is nothing, oh, excuse me, that is nothing but NXT, look at that, how rude am I, that is nothing but NXT alums on it, it's going to happen sooner or later, um, it may have already happened actually, but uh, it's cool, it's definitely really cool, um, who do I think? Who do I want to win this match? Honestly, I, I'm. I don't like to be the negative guy. You guys know this. I like to be positive, but something's got to give in the WWE. Here's what I want to happen: I want there to be one champion between both brands for each division, one set of tag team champions, one heavyweight champion, one women's champion, one women's tag team champion. Uh, I think you can keep the U.S. and Intercontinental titles. Sure. Um, you can even keep the Universal title. Why not? You never see it. <laughs> so why not? But I think there needs to be one set of champions, which means that we're good in, a, in a perfect world. Oh, sorry, I forgot Cruiserweight champion. Um, in a perfect world, you would have... Um, Basically, losing one of the women's champions and losing one of the tag team champion sets. Um, and that way those divisions can kind of build out. And you don't have to have... You can you can build the rest of the division out. That's the problem right now is that we're not seeing worthy contenders and the throwaway matches because they get two or three very, very small TV spots. Because there's so much time that they have to cover on all these titles. And when you have more of something, it in, intrinsically becomes less valuable, right? If we don't have to work to get something, we don't we don't seem to want or really appreciate it enough, um, just as a society. So, I think the Raw Tag Team Champions and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions should have a match at WrestleMania, and then the winner of that match are the WWE Tag Team Champions. 
Again, I doubt it's going to happen. I also think they should introduce a six-man tag division. Probably not going to happen. But that tag division in, um, what is it, the IWGP six-man or the ROH six-man? is Man, it's a fun, fun match. <clears throat> and with titles on the line, six-man tag matches won't, won't feel so bad. But that's just me. Let's just say this. Let's say Aleister Black and Ricochet are going to walk out as tag team champions. Revival, I don't think the Revival are happy. They may just be playing their part uh, and making a mark out of me. Good for them if they are. Uh, but I don't think that they are. Um, I, I don't think... I think what they're saying is, is true. Is how they're actually feeling. Which I would assume is just a matter of time before they are bound for um, all elite wrestling. So I think Aleister Black Ricochet as the big new baby faces of the division of the brand rather um, will 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 take the championships. Um, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, then we have Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. This is a big match. This is as far as as far as the whole card goes. This is the match with the most stakes, I think, because it's it's the match that. Um, that really is going to kind of cement what will happen at WrestleMania. Um, I think the conditions were if Charlotte beats Becky, Becky's done with wrestling. If Becky beats Charlotte, then she gets to be introduced as the, as make the title championship match, a, a triple threat at, at WrestleMania versus Ronda Rousey. Um, Becky's going to win. We know it. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe not. Right? Because we could see this. We could see them keep going with the Becky's a badass character. Because she is. Uh, Rhonda. Would Rhonda do that? Could Rhonda interfere with this match and cost Becky the, the, the opportunity? So she just goes one-on-one -on -one versus Charlotte Flair. Which would have Becky um, raid WrestleMania. And find a way to interject herself in the match the night of. <clears throat> that could be interesting. That could be really interesting. Probably not going to happen because it's just, it's probably not. Um, so we'll say, we'll go with the safe bet. Becky Lynch is going to win. Um, it, it could be a great match. These two ladies really know each other and they're very comfortable with each other and they really know how to um, tell an awesome story together. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's early this morning. It's too early this morning. The Shield. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, one last time riding together as brothers. Versus Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Um, the Shield's going to win. I mean, this is one of those triple or six-man tags that really, who cares, right? Um... If the Shield doesn't win, I could see them building to a potential Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania, which could be huge. Assuming the Dean thing is all the work and he's actually sticking around, because Dean has gone on record saying that he is leaving after WrestleMania. Um, they've been giving him a lot of TV time, a lot of coverage. They've been talking about it on air, which makes me feel like it is definitely uh, a work, not something... Um, 
not something that he's actually going to follow through with. Uh, Asuka versus Mandy Rose. Asuka, the champion of champions, the one who slain Becky Lynch versus Mandy Rose, God's greatest creation. Um, actually, interesting that they're actually going to go with through with this. I assume Asuka is going to kill Mandy Rose. <clears throat> I hope that's what's going to happen because I love I actually like Mandy quite a bit. I think she's she's she works her butt off. Um, her her hurting Oscar at the in the house show is is a bit unforgivable. Um, what the WWE's done with Oscar as champion, having her not show up on television and stuff, is also unforgivable. Which again is why I'm kind of when Becky Lynch can dominate the storyline for the women's division on two different shows means that you don't need two different champions, right? It really doesn't. Um, I hope Oscar wins. Um, she may be hurt. I mean, she, she, she took a nasty bump. If you guys didn't see that uh, at a house show and Mandy, she said it was just her back, but, um, she said nothing spinal, nothing with her neck. So that maybe if, if she needs to rest for a bit, this may be a good chance to, to let her rest before WrestleMania and then have her win the, um, the women's battle Royal or something. I don't know. I don't know what you do with Oscar at this point. Other than uh, get her versus Ronda going. Uh, or her versus whoever the Raw Tag Team's champion and unify those titles. The first ever unified women's champion. Um, I guess that's not true because they only had one women's champion before. Yada, yada, whatever. Um, they'll sell it that way, though, eventually. Um, yeah, let's go with our heart. Asuka's going to win. Boston Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Nia Jackson Tamina. I will never ever say I want Nia or Tamina to win a match. So Bailey and Sasha are gonna take this thing home. Um I think this is a Honestly, this sh- this shouldn't be a match on this card. This should be a number one contenders match between two other tag teams. Um, and you should build Fastlane like that. Give Fastlane a chance for make it make it a show that builds WrestleMania. I guess you still have a little bit of time. There are a few weeks between Fastlane and WrestleMania too, um, to do another match. But if Bailey and Sasha are going to defend those titles at WrestleMania, and it's Nia Jackson Tamina again, what? I mean, it's got to be the Iconics, right? Or the Riot Squad. Is there another tag team? A real tag team, not just the Naomi and and uh, uh, Carmella thing. Anyway, Boston Hug Connection are gonna win. Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. I'm actually looking real, really, really forward to this match. Um, I'm still hoping for Kofi Mania. Don't get me wrong, y'all. Kofi gonna win that championship at WrestleMania, or I or I cancel my WWE Network subscription. I'm not gonna do that. Um, he's got to win, but this is gonna be a really fun match. Um, I I think I I know Daniel Bryan's gonna win because it's Fastlane. I would love it if Kevin Owens won. <laughs> I love Kevin Owens. He's one of my favorite uh, wrestlers. Um, but 
you should this should be a really really solid match. Um, we may even seen some. We even, New Day is not on this card. So what if this happens? What if the New Day interjects themselves in the match? They're tired of it. I think I think Big E had a tweet that just said, oh, "You know why why are we even surprised anymore when Kofi when Kevin Owens got the spot?" So what if New Day are just done? They're sick and tired of this, the way they've been treated. They're tired of of there never being a black WWE champion. Don't say The Rock. Okay, come on. You know, there's been a, there's been a, a few uh, really really awesome black talents um, to hold the big gold belt, but never the WWE championship. Um, so yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot, I think this is an important part of, uh, wrestling history right now. I think that we're seeing, um, when Kofi wins the WWE championship at WrestleMania. So how do you do that in a way that really makes that pop? You have the new day destroy Daniel Bryan in this Kevin Owens match, leaving Kevin Owens beside himself. Um, and oh, what if... And not that they need a gimmick match, but what if that sets up a triple threat ladder match? Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston. And Kofi Kingston gets that iconic grab the WWE title on the ladder in the middle of WrestleMania. How big would that be? That'd be incredible. That's what I'm saying is going to happen. This match will be a no contest. Um, New Day will interfere, cost Brian the match, cost, cost Brian and Kevin Owens. And I said it before, the only problem with this whole thing to me, with Kofi, is that it's way too similar. It's almost the exact same thing that they're doing with Becky. Which, don't get me wrong, the Becky story is amazing, but jeez, come on. Just because you're doing it good over here doesn't mean you have to do literally almost the exact same thing on the other side. It's not, that's... Come on. God. Uh, the last match of the night, and I don't know, again, order of how this is all going to go down. I imagine Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens are probably going to close the show, or Charlotte and Becky will close the show. Maybe. I don't know, actually. Usos versus the greatest tag, the world's greatest tag team, Miz and Shane McMahon. Usos are going to retain. Miz and Shane McMahon are going to fall apart. And that's going to lead to their match at WrestleMania. With I believe this, I believe Shane's going to go heel. We're going to get Babyface Miz for a little bit, uh, which I only hope I wanted it to happen last year. But I, th- I still think Miz needs his run as champion. Um, so I would love to see Miz versus Kofi um, down the road this year. That'd be a lot of fun. Anyway, that's it. That's Fastlane. It, traditionally, it is a, a throwaway pay-per-view if there ever was one. There are some things and opportunities I think the WWE can do here to really make it a fun night. Even though in its, in its heart, it's still a throwaway pay-per-view. You've got Charlotte Becky, which is the stakes for WrestleMania. Um, you have a chance to um, uh, put titles on Aleister Black and Ricochet. Uh, Rey Mysterio Andrade is going to be incredible. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens should be incredible. Um, 
who knows what's going to happen with the Oscar Mandy Rose thing. Hopefully, that's a fun match. Um, so I'm looking at I'm looking at on paper half of these matches um, are should be really really strong. And then the Shield the Shield versus Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. That's going to be fun. Um, Usos, Miz, Shane McMahon's going to be fun. Yeah, so it should be a good show. But we'll see. We'll see what the stakes are at the end of the day. Uh, because historically, matches without stakes don't really matches at all, are they? Um, no one remembers those. Um, yeah, that's the show for today. Again, I appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are liking the WWE slash wrestling content. Um, we're going to be back with more game stuff next week. I apologize. Sincerely, I missed a show last week. Oh, I said I wasn't going to do it, and I didn't. Um, my son, Regan, just turned 10 years old um, this last Tuesday on the 5th. And my daughter, Brea, turned 4 uh, on Sunday the 3rd. And uh, we this weekend was just crazy, trying to get everything ready for those two parties and whatnot. So, um, yeah, happy birthday, babies. We love you so, so much. Um, for all the other <laughs> you all listening, uh, I love you so, so much. Hope you have an amazing day. The rest of your weekend is great. Let's have a fun fast lane. If you're watching the show and want to chat, hit me up on Twitter at Let's Level Up. Let me know how you like the format of the show. And, uh, yeah. Until next time, thank you, and game on.